Welcome to the Hello Crypto Podcast, where it's all about the crypto revolution and how you can reap the benefits. Hi, my name is Nick, and I'm your host for today's episode of Hello Crypto. The world is full of those who want to shake things up, but few can actually disrupt whole systems. One that can, and has, is Ethereum. What is Ethereum? Ethereum is simply a software platform based on blockchain, often compared to Bitcoin. It is primarily used to support one of the world's largest cryptocurrencies by market capitalization. Second only to Bitcoin, this cryptocurrency platform is worth taking note of. Like Bitcoin, its intended purpose is to send and receive value on a global scale. It has a second goal though, do this without a third party watching. Typically this is done with Ethereum's native token, Ether. Currently, developers continue to work on it. Their vision is to use the Ethereum as a way to give users more control of their finances and their online data. This has led to some calling Ethereum a world computer. Ethereum has been met with controversy, however. The biggest concern among critics of the platform is whether or not it will actually work. If it does, it could lead to a boom of apps being created that are entirely different from Facebook and Google, what many users are most familiar with. Ultimately, the goal of Ethereum is to enable users to regain control through blockchain technology. Blockchain is used to decentralize data, so thousands of people around the world have a copy. Think of the public ledger used by Bitcoin. Using blockchain, the plan is to build Ethereum to have leaderless applications. This will make sure that user data can't be messed with by the services creators, like it can on Facebook or Google. So, how was Ethereum created? Ethereum was first proposed in 2013 by the developer Vitilek Buterin. Only 19 at the time, Buterin was a pioneer, wanting to expand the technology behind Bitcoin, blockchain, to use it for other applications aside from just the value transactions. Buterin's intention behind developing Ethereum was to model the same disruption as we saw with Bitcoin and the online banking sphere, only applied to replace internet third parties with apps. Examples would be apps that store data, transfer mortgages, and ones that keep track of complex financial instruments. Eliminating third parties has a ton of advantages for the user. One advantage is that people would be able to share things on social media without a third party potentially censoring their content. Ethereum officially launched in 2015 and continues to be an evolving part of the cryptocurrency marketplace. Let's now discuss the role that Ethereum is playing in the evolution of the decentralized internet. Everywhere you look, there are intermediaries. They will work behind the scene to assist us in accomplishing our digital tasks. For example, Gmail helps us communicate through email and Venmo helps us send and receive money instantly. The problem with these setups is that their user data, meaning the personal data and private financial information of the user, is typically stored on other people's devices through clouds and servers. These clouds and servers are owned by companies like Google or Facebook. Here's the problem. According to decentralization advocates, by owning the clouds and servers, these companies limit the direct control users have and it presents opportunities for censorship. For example, an intermediary like Facebook could step in and prevent you from doing something or sharing something online. Everything from buying stock to posting certain content can get you blocked by the intermediary, therefore restricting your freedom of speech. That's where Ethereum comes in, with the goal to change how apps work and give users more control. Ethereum offers a broader sense of freedom and versatility for the user. 
They plan to do this by replacing the intermediaries with smart contracts, which will enforce the rules of an app or site automatically. Decentralizing the internet is not a new concept. Many believe in the decentralization movement. Within that movement, a splinter movement has emerged that aims to use new tools like Ethereum to achieve the goal of decentralization. Ethereum is often compared to Bitcoin, and for good reason. The two are incredibly similar in their structure. In fact, Ethereum was inspired by Bitcoin's blockchain technology. Both are cryptocurrency and both use the same blockchain technology to operate. This blockchain technology works by sharing a public ledger, which isn't controlled by a third-party intermediary. Additionally, in place of centralized servers, there are thousands of nodes. These are run by a global group of volunteers and leads to the Ethereum often being called a world computer. The reason for this structure is to allow anyone in the world to use it without fear of data being shared and without so much oversight by the third-party entities. The main goal of Ethereum is to make apps that look like your average app. Think Facebook or Venmo, but that work differently. Instead of relying on an intermediary, these apps aim to return control of the data to the user. These decentralized apps could be the wave of the future. For Ethereum, the native token Ether is required. Currently, Ethereum is being met by some with healthy skepticism. One issue is that it isn't very scalable. Because it can't support many users, it has a negative impact on the world computer face of the technology. However, as Ethereum grows and develops, there's a chance it could disrupt centralized platforms people use every day, like Google and Facebook. Only time will tell what impact Ethereum has on the marketplace. But one thing is for sure, it's definitely shaking things up. Thanks for tuning in today. Join us next week for more information about the crypto revolution.